from the Leaders Factory comes Leadership Secrets with Dr. Michael Huttonwood. Designed to help you maximize your potential with principles that guarantee proven results. Knowing and cultivating certain attitudes about yourself will give you the mindset you need to develop your leadership potential to the fullest and fulfill all that you are born to do. Join Dr. Michael Huttonwood for Leadership by Creativity, Principles for Success, Secrets for Creating Change, and much more. You are born to lead. Jesus came to restore you back to leadership. Get back your leadership position. Let the earth know that you were here. Join your host, Dr. Michael Huttonwood, a man on a mission, and experience a destiny-changing encounter with today's message on Leadership Secrets. Welcome, welcome, welcome. God bless you all for this midweek teaching service. Glory to God. We give God the glory and the praise. We magnify him and glorify him. As usual, we'd like to welcome everyone that has joined us and also everyone that will be joining us this evening. God bless you for our teaching service this evening. Nana Poku, you're welcome. Mama B, you're welcome. So let's keep sharing. Let's share, share, and invite others to join us for our midweek teaching service. This week, the Global School of Wisdom. The Global School of Wisdom. Now, I put up a, a poster this morning that I came across by Charles Pagin. Charles Pagin. He says, if you have no desire to bring others to heaven, then you are not going there yourself. If you have no desire, if you have no desire to bring others to heaven, <clears throat> then you are not going there yourself. So this evening we're going to be focusing on why we must win souls, <clears throat> why we must share our faith, and why we must tell others about heaven, the heaven that we are going to. Now there's heaven on earth, and then there's eventually the heaven, the physical place of heaven that will eventually end up with our names being written in the book of life. So we're going to be looking at some keys on soul winning, about the coming of Christ, about heaven. Now, you always speak about and invest in and make quality time for who, for what, and for where you are proud of. Everybody makes quality time for who is important to them, what is important to them, and where is important to them. So if heaven is important to us, our life is important to us, um, bringing others to the kingdom is important to us, our faith is important to us, then it's important that uh, we stress on those things that are important to us, which includes heaven, which includes our faith, which includes sharing our faith, which includes testifying. You know, there are very, very, there are many aspects that um, uh, constitute our Christian faith. Many things are considered our Christian faith. Faith, righteousness, 
hospitality, visitation, uh, prosperity, wealth creation, everything, many, many things that we do in life which are important to us. And one of it being where we are going, that's heaven. So we're going to be looking at some crucial, important statements on soul winning, on heaven, on sharing our faith with others, because it's part of our Christian faith that what is working for us, that we make time to share it with others. We're going to look at some crucial scriptures from God about how important it is to share our faith with others. If you have no desire to bring others to heaven, then you are not going there yourself. If you have no desire to 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 bring others to your party, then that means you are not holding any party yourself. So if you're organizing a party, you're going to organize a party and you're going to organize something that you know it's important and you want others to participate, then you're going to invite them there. It's the same with heaven that we are going to. So we're going to be looking at that. Pastor said, you're welcome. Bianca, you're welcome. Let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. So you always speak about invest in and make quality time for who, for what, and for where you are proud about and it's important to you. Luke 9.26 says, Whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and in his fathers and of the holy angels. So winning is the heart of God. So winning is the heart of God. Surely God will see us through in Jesus' name. Thank you, Nana, for that. So we need to, God will repay each person according to what they have done, according to their works. So that's what God will reward us on. That's what God will pay us on. So if you are going to a good place, the place is a good place, you will invite others to come with you there. The same with our destination eventually is heaven. That's a good place that we are going to, and we are required to ensure that others go there with us and not us alone. So the statement again to start with is this, that if you have no desire to bring others to heaven, then probably it's because you are not going there yourself. Because the place that you are going, you are proud to tell others, this is where I'm going. Come along with me. This is where I'm going. This is my eventual bus stop. This is an exciting place. You need to come with me. So this evening we are going to encourage everyone to get excited about your Christian faith. Get excited about Jesus. Get excited about heaven. Get excited about the faith you are involved in. Get excited. And in your excitement, make sure that others also are coming with you to that particular place that particular place. Heaven is our eventual destination where we'll be for an, a, a couple of years and then we shall be back for the millennial reign. So it's important that alongside building, alongside working, alongside doing the things that we're doing on earth, we also, we must be earthly conscious and also heavenly conscious. So very, very important. We learn to invite people to where we are going Heaven being our destination, our churches, every good thing that is happening to us, the need for us to let others know. So let's look at some scriptures. Luke chapter 16, verse 10. He said, He that is faithful in that which is the least 
is faithful also in much, and he that is unjust in the least is also unjust in much. Now this scripture, it says, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. Now what it translates is, he that is faithful in that which is the least will be promoted to be able to handle more. He that is faithful in the least qualifies for much. So if you are faithful with what you know now that you have learned and passing it on to others, so they also benefit from what you know, it's possible that your promotion will come through that. It's possible that your promotion will come to that. So, yeah, uh, he says, how can you be excited about heaven, our destination, and even more important, why will you not invite others to that place that you are excited about? It's very important. So, soul winning quotes. We'll be looking at soul winning quotes this evening. Why we need to, you know, in the midst of working, in the midst of coming to church, in the midst of various things we're doing, we need to start now embracing the need to tell others about Christ, especially with what is happening across the globe right now. I like to repeat, you always speak about, you always speak about and make quality time for who, for what, for where you are proud about and what is important to you. So heaven which you are going to is important to you. You let others know as well so they go there with you. So the Jesus you can't or don't tell others about is the Jesus that you don't know. There's no uh, service that we organize that at the end of it we don't um, say um, do the altar call for people to submit their life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Because people need to know him. So the Jesus we can't or don't tell others about is the Jesus we don't know. Coming back to what we said earlier, what we know, what is working for us, we must be excited to let others know about it. So the Jesus you can't or don't tell others about is the Jesus you don't know. If you're going to organize something that is very beneficial to you and to others, you let others know about that because you know about it. And so you want others to also know about it. Very, very crucial. Now, so the Jesus you can't and don't tell others about is the Jesus you don't know. Because if you know about it, you definitely tell somebody about it. Like if you find a good deal going on about something that you, you want to buy, and you know certain friends of yours also want to buy the same thing. You will make a big deal about it. Or you go on holiday somewhere and the place is fabulous. You come back and tell people, I was in this particular place and wow, it's a powerful place. So I was in this restaurant and it's exceptional. You need to come with me to this particular restaurant. The Jesus you can't tell others about. The restaurant you can't tell somebody about. The, the big thing you can't tell somebody about is the, is the thing you don't know or are not too excited about. So, welcome to a place where we're excited about God, excited about Jesus, excited about heaven, excited about our faith, excited about how God prospers, excited about our churches, excited about what we set our hands to do. When you are proud about your family, you boast about your family, introduce them to people and say, this is my wife, this is my husband, these are my children, these are my grandchildren, this is my business. The same applies to our faith. We must start getting excited. One of the scriptures will be coming to very soon. Jesus, I think Mama B even put it up 
earlier on, I think, the scripture about this is Jesus speaking. He said, if you are ashamed of me, if you are ashamed of me, I will also be ashamed of you. Yeah, that, there we go. It says Luke chapter 9, verse 26. For whatsoever, who, whosoever shall be ashamed of me, Jesus speaking. If you are ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man also be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and in his Father's glory and of the Holy Angels. So here you have Jesus saying, if you are ashamed of me, to tell others about me, tell others about my heaven, tell others about my goodness, tell others about my mercies, tell others about my mercies that I knew every morning, tell others about, about me and how I want to save them and how I died on the cross for them and how I sacrificed everything to bring them into my kingdom and to have a relationship with me. Jesus speaking here says, whoever shall be ashamed of me, you have ashamed of identifying with Jesus. Ashamed of identifying with his church, ashamed of identifying with his servants, ashamed of identifying with fellow believers, ashamed of identifying with the things that God has done for you, how he brought you from where you are or where you were to where you are now. You know, is the doing of God. He says, if you are ashamed of testifying of me, I will also be ashamed of you. We're speaking about why we must win souls, why we must share our faith. Why we must testify, why we must boast about our churches, why we must tell others about heaven, tell others about Jesus, who we were and what he has made us. We are looking at that subject because we said from the beginning, we said about the heaven, we said if you have no desire to bring others to heaven where you are going, you are not going there yourself. So it's very important, that's what we are emphasizing on tonight, I will be giving you scriptures on heaven, scriptures on, on Christ, scriptures on going to church, scriptures on your faith. Very, very important. You make a big deal about restaurants, about holiday destinations. We should make a bigger deal about heaven, where we are going to, glory to God. There are people that, you know, when you give your life to Christ, you begin to create heaven on earth, in addition to the heaven that we're going. I know many people, I had a message last week, Many, many people will be very surprised when they get to heaven if they don't live that heavenly lifestyle here on earth. They'll get to heaven and see things in heaven and wonder, oh my God. If you get used to heaven on earth, which is what God, through teachings and preachings and church attendance and involvement, God gives you access to a heavenly lifestyle on earth. So when you get to heaven, you are not shocked. It is a real place, but the good news also you can live in heaven on earth. You can live in heaven on earth through the teachings from your church, through the scriptures, through sound books, sound messages, and people see heaven in your life and want to see heaven in their lives before we literally get there. It comes by sharing your faith. It comes by sharing the goodness of God. It comes, comes by doing what God has told you to do. Ladies and gentlemen, we are living in exciting times. And, and, and the difficulties that are being faced globally, the only way that can change is when people see our excitement about living in heaven on earth and telling people heaven is possible on earth and heaven where we are going to is also a reality, a reality. But as we are learning in this particular series, you're going to be enjoying knowing about heaven on earth, 
how to live in heaven on earth. Walk by faith, not by sight. Walk in divine prosperity. Walk in divine health. Walk in total deliverance. Walk in divine wisdom. Smarter than everybody <laughs> that you mean. Walking in the spirit of excellence. That is heaven on earth. You know, Revelation 21. Maybe Mama B, you can put up Revelation 21, verse 1 to 4. This is what heaven is like. And we are trying to emphasize, and we want to take our time to teach this thing. If you have no desire to bring others to heaven on earth and heaven there, you are not going there yourself. If you have no desire to tell people about prosperity, about deliverance, about healing, probably it's because you are not working in healing, not working in prosperity. So because it's not evident to you, you don't see why you should tell others that it's possible. But listen to me. All things are possible to them that believe. So if you can tell people that all things are possible, it's probably because all things are not possible to you. Meanwhile, the scripture says all things are possible to us who believe. Heaven is a real place. Heaven is a real place. Get yourself ready. Live according to his pattern. Tell many more people. Heaven is a real place and heaven is a reality in our lives if we will do what the Bible tells us to do. This is an exciting message. I'm telling you, don't miss the next few weeks. We are talking about soul winning. We're talking about sharing our faith. We're talking about sharing our testimony. We're talking about sharing, letting people know about this heaven that we are going to and heaven being a reality. Listen. You must practice, you know, before people get married, they go for practice. <laughs> they practice. Some go to the church hall and practice how they're going to walk down the aisle, you know, things that they're going to do, you know. Many things that you do, you practice before the day. You know, like a, a concert or crusade or whatever, they'll go then, you know, like church services. The praise and worship team will go there in the morning and practice the songs that they're going to sing. Actors will go on stage and, uh, and practice they will go on the movie sets and then practice before their particular day. And ladies and gentlemen, heaven is a real place. And we can experience heaven on earth before we get there so we don't get shocked when we get there. And that is what this teaching is about. As you share your faith with others, share the goodness of God with others, testify about how good God has been to you. And they can see it as a reality. You know, the more you share, listen, let me tell you something. Don't wait until you experience the big things before you get excited. As you are thankful for the little things. That's heaven. <laughs> thankful for a parking space. Thankful for light. Thankful for food. Thankful for going to work. God taking you to work and bringing you back on earth. You, you, you are not in a sick bed. That's heaven on earth. In anticipation of the real no sickness and no disease right there. Heaven is a reality both there and here. As you are thankful to God every single day for the little things, then you're moving on to bigger things. Higher heaven. Higher heaven. Higher heaven experiences is a powerful. Revelation 21 verse 1 to 4. I'm telling you, this is heaven on earth. Heaven is real. Tell people, irrespective of this inflation, recession, the global economic difficulties, we will live in heaven on earth before we get there. And we're going to give you an example from Revelation 21, verse 1 to 4. This is what happens when heaven comes on earth. 
when God comes to tabernacle among us in anticipation and in practice for us getting to that place. Oh my God, the walls are made of jasper. Oh, the gates are made of pearl. Each gate you come across, they made of pearls, 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 unimaginable jewels, unimaginable. I am whetting your appetite for the whole of this month. In our Wednesday teaching services, I'm going to be emphasizing heaven on earth. And in addition to our getting to heaven, tell everybody about this midweek service. We're going to paint pictures of what we can become on this earth. You know, this evening I was just there behind my iPad and uh, my laptop, and I heard the word from God, change is coming. House of Judah, change is coming. Every individual, change is coming. We are effecting certain kinds of changes in our lives, our businesses, our marriages, our relationships, our families, our churches. Change is coming. <laughs> Get ready for heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. Revelation chapter 21 verse 1 to 4. Am I, am I getting this right? Let me check this out. Just make sure I've given you the right scripture so I don't get over excited. Glory to God. Is it Revelation? Revelation 21, 1 to 4. There we go. I saw, now listen to this. You're talking about telling people about heaven on earth and telling people about the heaven we are going to. All these preparations and everything is we are going to one place. I will start practicing this place we are going before we get there. Revelation chapter 21 from 1 to 4. He says, now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. This was when God was opening up what was going to happen in the future to John on the Isle of Patmos. He said, I saw a new heaven and I saw a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. So God opened up the future to John. He said, I saw a new heaven and I saw a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down. So the New Jerusalem was coming down of heaven, uh, out of heaven from God, uh, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. God had prepared a new heaven had prepared a new Jerusalem coming down from God, prepared as a bride for her husband. This was what God had prepared. And then verse 3 says, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God with man. Hey, the dwelling place of this is what God. John saw in the future what God was going to do, but it's also a picture of what can start happening in our lives when we embrace step-by-step -step instructions, step-by-step -step closeness to God, step-by-step -step, uh, uh, sharing our faith with others to let them know, despite the, the COVID, despite recession, despite inflation, despite the global economic climate, heaven can be seen on earth in our lives. He said, behold, the dwelling place of God has become as is with man and he will dwell when heaven comes down this heaven we are must, we must be boasting about to tell people that heaven 
You can live in heaven on earth in the midst of the difficulty and become an example to others that God can turn their situations around and become a living testimony to others. <coughs> Pardon me. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. And God himself, and God himself will be with them as their God. Look at the next line about what happens when heaven comes on earth. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. You know, in heaven, there are no tears. Death shall be no more. Neither shall be there be mourning or crying or weeping or gnashing or difficulty, economic difficulties, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. When heaven comes, when we get to heaven, physical heaven, which we must start telling people about, that this is a, there is a heaven. There is a heaven. And the second part of it is that we can live in heaven on earth. Now, in physical heaven, God, verse 4, he will wipe away our tears. There will be no tears in heaven. Death shall be no more in heaven. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying in heaven. It, is not, it does not exist there. Nor pain anymore. For the former things shall pass or have passed away. In the same way, Let's start boasting about this heaven. Let's start sharing our faith with others to let them know when God, we share our faith. We are witnessing, we are testifying, we are telling people about Jesus, inviting people into our churches to come become saved and be established in God's house through the teachings and everything. This is what will happen both to you and to them. He will wipe away tears from your eyes. That is heaven on earth. God will wipe away the tears. That many people are weeping, many people are going through right now when we invite, when we share our faith with them and tell them about the prospects of heaven on earth in addition to the heaven that we we'll go to. God makes sure he wipes tears from our eyes. Death, premature death shall be no more. Neither shall there be any more mourning, anxiety, depression, worry because their faith is in Christ. Glory to God. There'll be no more crying, no more pain because God, just as there's no pain in heaven, no cries in heaven, death shall be no more premature, death shall be no more. In the same vein, as we tell people about heaven, as we tell people about Christ, as we share our faith to them, as we bring them into our churches, this is what shall happen to them. Revelation 21, just as it's going to happen in the physical, in reality in heaven, it starts here. Listen to me. Don't wait until you get to physical heaven before you experience heaven. Oh my God. This is a picture of what is going to happen there. But God wants to ensure that we are living epistles of this scripture. Right here. Somebody saying, is this possible? Oh yes, it is possible. There are many people living like this right here. We need to start tuning in. We need to start expecting it. We need to start speaking it. We need to start behaving it. We need to start reading the scriptures to build faith in us that, hey, we can come to, there will be sufferings of our persecution and different challenges and everything. But in the midst of it, we will experience Goshen in Egypt. Now, how do you explain um, the, uh, the Exodus experience of before? In the book of Exodus, you had to explain how in the same country of Egypt, there was an allocated place called Goshen, where the difficulties, the recession, the election, <laughs> the difficulty, 
the challenges, the inflation, the interest rates going high, everything that was happening within the country of Egypt, there was an allocated people. There was an allocated place and allocated people, God's people, who did not feel an inch, did not feel a pinch of what was happening. Because in the midst of the day, God does not take you out of Egypt. God did not take them out of Egypt. He just kept them in an exclusive place in Goshen for people who were serving him, for people who loved him, for people who were testi testifying to others. You know, when you watch the Ten Commandments film, when the, the day when the people, uh, the firstborns were going to be killed, the picture, the, 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 the film uh, uh, brings out the picture of uh, those Egyptians who believed in what the Israelites had been told, put the blood on their doorposts. So there was no, it was not just reserved, that kind of heaven experience of protection from death was not just reserved for the people of God. Anyone who believed in the people of God experienced life instead of death in the same way. Revelation 21 verse 1 to 4 can become a reality in our lives on a daily basis. It's a process. It's not a destination. It's a process as we practice this here before we get there. I'm trying to let, <laughs> let you understand. We need to start developing a mindset that we can experience Goshen in the midst of Egypt. We can experience heaven on earth before we get to physical heaven. And it's the good news that we must start telling people you can experience heaven on earth and you can also go to heaven as I share my faith with you, testify to you, tell you what God is doing, bring, get you born again, bring you into my ministry, bring you into our church to be nurtured. Glory to God. I hope you are getting excited. He said he will come down. And tabernacle with us. Nana Focus is so excited. Listen to me. Knowledge is knowledge. Knowledge applied is freedom and it is power. This is it right there. Revelation 21, 1 to 4. I will come down. I will come down. Before they come there, I will come down and tabernacle or live among them. They will be my people and I will be with them as I will come down. Before they get to heaven, that's the exciting news. You must tell people, if you can't tell people about heaven, about the provision of God, about the goodness of God, it could be because you are not experiencing it, but from this platform today, glory to God, you are going to start experiencing heaven. I'm expecting it. I'm confessing it. I'm behaving it. I will see it in every aspect of our lives, in our ministry, Change is coming, and I believe the word of the Lord. Listen to the scripture one more again, one, one more time. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He's coming down. He's coming down. He's coming down. Before we get there, he's coming down. He's coming down. Somebody scream, change is coming. Somebody scream, change is coming now. Somebody scream, change is coming. Somebody scream, change is coming. Now, <laughs> glory to God. That's why you must get excited about the messages you have been hearing for the past three weeks in our church. You need to be in the house of Judah and listen to these messages as we build upon it for the greater works that God is about to do. Change is coming. Change is coming. He said, I will tabernacle among, I will come down. Glory to God. I, God is with man. He will, he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them as they are. He's coming down. 
to be with us, to tabernacle with us, to give us what it means to be in heaven on earth before we get there to the physical heaven. Oh, glory to God and not get surprised because we tasted a little bit of it here. Oh, my God. Listen to me. When you, let me give you an example, a humorous example with food. If you taste Ghana jollof in, in the UK or in America or outside, outside Ghana, if you taste it and you see what it is like, then you get to Ghana and eat the real jollof in Ghana. You have been prepared here before you got there. So you tasted jollof, you had jollof, Ghana jollof, before you arrived in physical Ghana to taste the domestic, the domestic jollof. So you are not surprised at the jollof that you are eating in Ghana. You tasted it there. Now, that is what God wants to do. He's not no telling, wait till you get to heaven. Before you see my pearls, before you see my provision, before you see my healing, before you see my deliverance, before you see your whole family come become saved, before you experience what you the excitement you experience, the empowerment you experience in church. Oh, we shall see the same in heaven. Glory to God. So you better start <laughs> getting excited about church on earth before we get there. Oh my God, my God, my God. He will wipe away your tears. Somebody shout a loud amen. Death, premature death shall be no more. So you don't fear death. Glory to God. Because until you finish your assignment on earth, you ain't going nowhere. If you are physically, physically, actively, proactively serving God. He said, neither shall there be any more mourning, no more pain in your body. Start believing God for no more pain in your body. I rebuke that pain in your body. I rebuke that pain in your mind. I rebuke that pain in your emotions. I rebuke that pain in your mental faculties. I rebuke that pain about your finances. I rebuke that pain about your relationship. I rebuke that pain in your home. I rebuke that pain in your body. And I command heaven to come down on earth in your mind, in your spirit, in your body. I speak to that pain and I command it in the name of Jesus to leave your body. And I prophesy and I invoke heaven on earth, heaven in your family, heaven in your home, heaven on your lips. So you can tell everybody, glory to God, this is what I'm expecting in my life. This is what I'm expecting in my family. Change is coming, change is coming. Change is coming. Can I hear somebody scream right there where you are? I may not hear you. I scream. Change is coming because you get what you say. I heard that voice this evening before I came and sat as I sat by my laptop. I heard the word change is coming around 8, 6.15 this evening. And I put it in my notes to remember, change is coming. Listen, you better believe the word of the prophet so you prosper. If you don't believe the word of the prophet, you don't prosper. If you don't believe the word of your pastor, you don't prosper. You've got to believe the prophetic word to prosper. If you believe it, you'll prosper in it. Glory to God. I heard change is coming and I'm holding on to that word. Change is coming. Glory to God. Heaven is coming on earth as we prepare ourselves to get there eventually but we must taste of it here and people must see it every day in our lives it comes by sharing your faith it comes by winning souls it comes by testifying tell somebody heaven (laughs) 
Heaven is coming on earth. You better follow me to my church. Glory to God. You better submit your life to Jesus. And I'm telling you, everybody on this platform, as you stay in this in this segment, and as we continue in this series, and you stay in the Word, engage in your midnight hour prayer, engage in your tithing, engage in your service, engage in your giving, sharing your testimony, sharing this message with everybody that you know. I'm telling you, you begin to see heaven on earth. And people will literally see, like we said at the beginning of this year, they are the ones who will say, I can tell that God is with you. Heaven is coming down. Oh, we went on a walk this afternoon. As we were coming closer to the house, I was singing this song, It's Coming Down. It's coming down. It's coming. The glory of the Lord is coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. The glory, the glory, the glory of the Lord is coming down. The glory, Pastor Johnson, Pastor Michael, you guys get ready, Mama. You guys get ready for that song on Sunday. The glory, the glory. The glory of the Lord is coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. Change! It's really coming with peace swiftly in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get excited, everybody on this platform. Hey, this may not be a message for somebody else, but it, make it your message. 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 Tell everybody you see around you, change is coming. And be, I believe in heaven on earth. Before I get there, you tell them to hold on to your coat and join you to the happy church. Glory to God. Change is coming. It's what you believe that will manifest in your life. I will be confessing it. Change is coming. Good change is coming. Change is coming. Whether I see it or I don't see the more I speak it, the more I, I will see it. God said and God saw. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, heaven is coming down. Heaven is coming down. You will see heaven on earth. You will see heaven on earth. I know you're going to challenge. Everybody's going to challenge this year. That's why we must start testifying over this. You may not be there yet, but start telling people heaven is coming down. Change is coming, change is coming, change is coming. And hold on to him, hold on to him, hold on to him, hold on to him. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. The tabernacle of God has come to dwell with us. He said, you wipe away every tear. No more premature death. No more sorrow. No more crying. There shall be no pain, no more pain, for the former things have passed away. So keep confessing it despite what you see and start sharing your faith with others. Glory to God and bring them to where you eat from and onto this platform for them to be equally blessed. So let me give you some scriptures as we begin to round up. So we said the Jesus you can't or don't tell others about is because of the Jesus you don't know. So you can't tell people about Jesus. It's probably because you don't know him as well as you should. But from this word that you are hearing, start telling people, change is coming. Come and experience heaven. When Jesus comes into your life, heaven comes to tabernacle among you. You'll take away sickness. You'll take away pain. You may face challenges here and there, but the permanency of the word of God shall become a reality in your life. Glory to God. When you read Philemon, Philemon chapter 1 verse 9, Philemon 
1 verse 9. Paul speaking, yet said, yet for love's sake, I rather beseech you, being such an one as Paul the aged. Paul was testifying unto his old age. He was testifying unto his old age. Proverbs chapter 8, 13, 17 says, a wicked messenger falls into mischief, but a faithful ambassador of Christ, someone who represents Christ, tells about Christ, talks about heaven on earth, talks about Jesus, a faithful ambassador who shares his testimony about where they were and who God has made them on their way to where God is taking them. A faithful ambassador has health. Did you see that? A faithful ambassador, representative of God, testifier, sharer of the gospel, inviting people to Christ, inviting people to the church. A faithful ambassador who shares their faith experiences health and long life. He keeps you healthy and keeps you in long, gives you a long life because you represent him. You represent him. And then Paul said in Philemon chapter 1 verse 9, he said, Yet for love's sake, I rather beseech thee, being such an one as Paul the aged. Paul preached until he was aged as one, as, as one, as Paul the aged, and now also a prisoner of Jesus Christ. He preached to great, both great and small. He said, I preach to both great and small. In Acts chapter 26, verse 22. Acts chapter 26. Acts chapter 26, verse 22. He says, Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day. Paul got saved on the Damascus road. He said, even into my old age, I continue on to this day, sharing my faith, witnessing, testifying, telling others about Christ, telling others about heaven on earth. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Paul witnessed both to the small and to the great. Nobody is too small. To be witnessed to, to be shared to. Nobody is too great to be witnessed to, to be shared to. It doesn't matter what I say. Having therefore obtained help from God, I continued unto this day. Watch the next slide. Witnessing both to small and great. Small and great. Small. Everybody you meet, glory to God. Start getting excited. Let them know change is coming. How is that change going to come? <laughs> it's going to come. By heaven coming into you, how's that going to happen? Jesus, the one that saved me. Glory to God. I was in this state, and look at the state in which I am, and look at where God is about to take us to. It increases, it increases, it increases. It's a witnessing to both small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come. Glory to God. Witness to both the great and the small. God keeps you fit for service. When you are serving him, he keeps you fit for service if you are serving him. So if you don't go, deliverance will arise from somewhere else and they will benefit from it. Many churches, including ours, are full of people, workers, leaders who replace those who started with us or were with us and are no longer in the system because sometimes you come to the place where maybe you think you are indispensable or irreplaceable. No. God's work must carry on. Glory to God. So he always raise others, raise others, raise others to carry on his work because his heart's desire is to see people experience heaven on earth. Ladies and gentlemen, you are the candidate, you are the instrument, you are the ambassador that God wants to use to bring salvation to many people, to bring heaven on earth. What is happening is this global climate, it will change only if heaven comes on earth. People begin to believe. 
Revelation chapter 21, verse 1 to 4. None of us is irreplaceable. None of us is indispensable. It is an honor and a privilege to serve God. <laughs> it's a privilege and an honor to tell people, hey, you can experience heaven on earth despite the global economic climate across the nations. Oh my God, we must be the difference and make the difference and it come through heaven coming on earth. You know, I want you to get excited. This is not a time to be depressed. There will be challenges. Depression will bring itself. Fear will bring itself. Everything will bring. But listen to me. Stick to the book. Stick to the book. Stick to the book. Stick to the book. And say only what God says you should say. Listen, he says, I tell you, if these become uh, silent. Now, that's the thing. If we become silent, God will raise stones to do what we are talking about. It's not the time to be silent. It's not the time to be shameful. It's not the time to be shy. It's not the time to keep quiet. It's time, glory to God, to share our faith, to testify, to tell people how they can experience heaven on earth. Every Wednesday on this platform, every Friday, super prayer, every Sunday, glory to God. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to build up your faith. Glory to God. Praying more in the Holy Ghost. Join the midnight hour prayer so that what is happening out there will not, will not, you and I will not be infected with it. Absolutely, Lord, help us to be faithful. Stick to the book. Stick to the book. Stick to the book. Stick to the book. That's where faith will come from. That, see, I read Revelation 21. That's what built up faith in me. I heard changes coming. <laughs> Actually, I will confess it. Ah. <laughs> Change is coming, change is coming, change is coming, change is coming. And he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should hold your peace, if we hold our peace about this message, the stones immediately will cry out instead of us. No, we will not be replaced by stones. We will not be replaced by stones. Stones will not send the message that we should send to others. Glory to God. We live in an environment where people are looking for hope. This is the hope. Glory to God. This is the hope. Glory to God. He answered and said to them, I tell you that if this should hold your peace, the stones will immediately cry out. No. Now let's finish with this. Let's get back to the purpose for which we really exist. So we're saved. We're called out as a church to be the light, to be the salt, to be a city set on the hill that people look up to. Let's finish tonight with Ezekiel chapter 3. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 3. 17 to 21. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 17 to 21. Ezekiel chapter 3, 17 to 21. Get excited. Get excited. I know you've had a hard day. You've had a hard week or whatever it is. Get motivate yourself with the word. All of us are motivating ourselves with the word of God. <laughs> Ezekiel 3, verse 17 to 21. He says, Son of man, I made you a watchman. I made you a watchman for the people of Israel, the people in our cities and our towns and our nation. I, God has made us watchmen. That's why we must pray at midnight. You know, when you don't feel like praying, pray. He says, I've made you a watchman for the people of Israel. God has made us watchmen in our cities, in our communities, in our neighborhoods. We are the ones who are watchmen over our city. So hear the word I'm speaking and give them warning for me. Hear the word I'm speaking and give them warning for me. When I say to a wicked person, 
you will surely die. And you do not warn them or speak to dissuade them from their evil ways in order to save their life. That wicked person will die from their sin and I will hold you accountable for their blood. But if you warn the wicked person and they do not turn from their wickedness or from their evil way, glory to God. If you, from their wicked way, they will die for their sin, but you would have saved yourself. You would have sinned. So the need for us to testify and tell people about Jesus, tell people about our faith, tell people that they can experience heaven on earth. They can experience Goshen in Egypt. We have the answers. We must be able to tell them. We must make time to tell in different, various creative ways that God will give us to be able to reach out to them. He said, again, when a righteous person turns from their righteousness and does evil, and I put a stumbling block before them, they will die. Since you did not warn them, they will die for their sin. The righteous things that person did will not be remembered, and I will hold you accountable for this. That's why we come, sometimes pastors come, 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 it's like we're coming so strong, we come so strong that people are wondering, hey, <laughs> we've got to say what we are told to say. We are, Jeremiah was told, tell them what I tell you to, to say. Moses was told, tell them, look, pastors, believers, we have no choice in telling people what God says we should tell them. You have to look at this warning scripture powerful scripture. He says, if you don't tell them, I'll hold you accountable. You know, there's a higher call and a higher judgment. If we don't tell you the things and you don't tell people the things we are saying, so somebody is living in hell on earth and you know of heaven on earth, glory to God, tell them. Whether they take it or they don't, yours is just tell them, tell them there's another way, there's a better way, testify, tell them where you were, where you are, we need to tell them or we will be held accountable. The righteous things that person did will not be remembered and I will hold you accountable for their blood. But if you want the righteous person not to sin and they do not sin, they will surely live because they took warning and you would have saved yourself. <laughs> Stretch your hands towards the screen. We'll stop here. We're going to continue this uh, next week, Wednesday. Don't miss this Friday's powerful prayer session, power, power hour. Sunday, you got to be in church. And this whole week, share this message everywhere. Tell them how they can experience heaven on earth in this economic climate. Heaven on earth here before we get to heaven. Boast about it because you have heard about Now you know about heaven on earth and you know about heaven where you are going. Share it everywhere. Stretch your hands towards the screen. Let's receive grace, 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 grace. Grace to distribute what we have heard. Grace to believe what we have heard. Grace and boldness to share our faith. Grace and boldness to share our faith. Grace and boldness to share our faith. Grace and boldness to testify of where he picked us up from and where he has brought us and where he's taking us. Oh, somebody scream heaven on earth, seven on earth, heaven on earth, heaven on earth, heaven on earth, heaven on earth. Receive it, receive it. Receive it. I see divine surprises coming to you tonight. I see divine surprises coming to you this week. I see divine surprises. Believe it. Believe it. Receive it. Receive it. Grace is being poured out on this platform. Receive divine surprises. Everyone on this platform, 
receive divine surprises. Send this message on every social media network. Send it on your WhatsApp. Send it everywhere. Receive divine surprise. The same grace at work on this platform. Receive it in the name of Jesus. 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 And commit to share this message with everybody that you know who must start practicing what we are hearing, by sharing our faith, winning souls, inviting people, telling them about heaven on earth, and that change is coming. Start with sharing this everywhere. Share this everywhere. Tonight, not tomorrow. Tonight. No more one more day with the frog. No. The hour has come. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious name. Glory to God. If you are not born again or you want to give your life to Christ, you want to rededicate your life to Christ, hey, that's how we enter and experience the heaven on earth. Say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross. Hallelujah. I feel the anointing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you for saving me. I believe you died on the cross and were raised from the dead. I submit my life to Jesus. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your grace to live a successful, victorious Christian life. Father, I'm thanking you, thanking you. Everybody thank him right now for answers to prayer. Receive grace. Receive refreshing. Receive grace. Receive refreshing, everybody, in the name of Jesus. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive refreshing in the name of Jesus. Of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now please take out your phones. And let's receive our offerings. In this economic climate. Is our offerings. Our service. That God will use to bless us. Glory to God. Take out your phones right. You may be going through financial difficulties and challenges. But wherever you are in your finances. Always remember. The Bible says the liberal soul. Shall be made fat. He said, if you observe the wind, you will not sow. He that observeth the wind shall not sow. He said, he that scattereth increaseth. But there is he that withholdeth more than his meat, and it turns to poverty. In the midst of difficulty, that is when you must be sacrificial. That is when you must sow and trust God. That's when you must put your five loaves of bread and two fish in the hands of the master. He has strategies, he has creativity, he has innovation, he has angels, he has ravens, he has fishes. That will vomit your coin, that will vomit your breakthrough. Receive grace to give and to receive. 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 If you haven't paid your, or given your tithe, 10% of everything that God has blessed you with at your workplace, Outside your workplace, 10% belongs to God and an offering to worship Him and to glorify Him and to magnify Him. Father, bless everyone that is giving tonight. You said change is coming. I prophesy that change coming into our lives, into our finances, into our endeavors, into our vision. Change, I prophesy. Change is coming. Receive that prophecy over your life, over your finances, over your family, over your business, over your career. In Jesus' precious name. So shall it be. Hallelujah. God bless you all for joining us this evening. I believe that you have been tremendously empowered and blessed. Now, it's not in the hearing. It's always in the doing. So, starting tonight, share this message everywhere. Share it everywhere. Encourage someone who was not able to make it with this segment. 
share it everywhere to everybody. And this Friday, 7 p.m., this Friday we have our prayer session, Friday, 7 p.m. So join us online this Friday on this same platform. Join us to pray in the souls, pray for boldness to minister to others. And then this Sunday is going to be one more time explosive in the house of God, house of Judah, 387 London Road, Farm Croy House is going to be awesome. Glory to God. Don't miss it for anything. Invite everyone that you know. Get excited. You are in the, we are in the best times of our life where God will prove himself faithful to all of us. So we're looking forward to see you. Glory to God. So welcome to our online service this Friday, 7 p.m. right here on this platform online. Sunday in-person service. Sunday in-person service from 11 a.m. 11 a.m. So once again, God bless you all. God bless you all for joining us. God bless you for joining us this evening. And share, share, share. God bless you all. Have a wonderful evening. And stay in the faith. And start sharing your faith. Glory to God and your testimony. The more you share your present testimonies, the more God will give you more testimony. Have a wonderful evening. And I'll see you on Friday. Invite others to come and join you and us on Friday, right here on this platform. You are all blessed. Everyone that joined us after the introduction, God bless you all. Have a wonderful evening. And I'll see you on Friday. Share, 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 share. share.